You know, in some ways, breakups, grief, pain, they're pretty predictable. As much as we like to say that human beings are variables and no two humans act the same, a lot of the time we really, really do, and behavior shows that repeatedly. One of the biggest themes about breakups is how painful they can be, and that makes perfect sense, and that's why they make wonderful motivators for us to be able to grow and change and improve parts of ourselves that we didn't like before. They're also wonderful identifiers. They help us figure out what do we not like about ourselves? What do we need to improve upon? To give an example, consider if your ex broke up with you and is now dating someone else. You look at that other person that they're now dating, and what's the first thing you do? You compare yourself to them. You say, well, they are a little taller, and maybe they have a little less fat on their body, and oh, look at this. They happen to have this hobby or this thing. Gosh, they're so much more interesting than me. Just then, you named a bunch of things you didn't like about yourself, right? Perhaps you feel as though you are too heavy, not interesting, don't have enough friends, whatever it might be. Perhaps it has nothing to do with another person at all. Perhaps you look in the mirror and you identify things or that little voice in the back of your head says, you need to be better this way and this way and this way. At first, it can seem pretty glum, pretty negative. But it's also interesting that these are things that you can improve upon that would make you happier with who you are that ultimately have nothing to do with your ex. Now, sure, at first, you might be doing these things because you want to win your ex back. And what I would say is that that is the most normal thing I've ever heard in my life. But it's interesting that such pain can bring about such positive change. And I want you all to consider something. You know who I am because I went through a breakup. I built this channel and work far too many hours because I went through a breakup. I have financial stability and peace, and I'm able to help others, which brings me a sense of catharsis because I went through a breakup. What could you be? Who could you become because this breakup happened? What projects could you fulfill because you're going through grief and pain? Now, yeah, I hear you. Breakups are no fun. And feeling negative is no fun. It sucks. And you worry if you're going to ever see that person again, or if you're ever going to be happy again, or if you can ever find someone you feel attracted to again. You're right. My objective here on this channel is not to help take away the pain. It's to help you use the pain in a constructive way, so that you learn to rely on yourself, so that you learn to love yourself. And when you rely on yourself and love yourself, you can learn to trust others because you know if a situation becomes toxic and negative, you'll try and communicate. And when communication fails, you'll leave. Breakups are supposed to be painful, and many of you are going through intense pain, and you might be asking yourselves if any of this is even logical in any way, shape, or form. And I'm here to tell you that, of course, it both is and is not. Breakups don't play fair. And sometimes you'll nitpick yourself for reasons that had nothing to do with the breakup. You'll worry about things and say, if only I was this way, they would still be with me. A a bit of bargaining, maybe. Even though you were that way, whatever that way might be, for years, and your ex was with you. Or perhaps months or whatever amount of time. But clearly... You are viewing yourself and judging yourself far more harshly than they are. Why does a breakup happen? It happens because one of the parties no longer desires the contract. 
so they break it. Why do we want an X back? Well, because we care about them. We love them. Because they did something to us that we had no say over. In other words, it was usually unilateral. One person decided it. Because rejection makes us want whatever rejected us. It makes us feel like we're not good enough, and we need to prove something, really. What I want you to do now is to focus on why the breakup was a good thing. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to spin this and make this just this amazing positive thing. It certainly can be, but that's not my objective. My objective is to ask you to critically think. Look, you're never going to convince yourself, or nothing I say here today will ever convince you that this is just a magical, amazing thing. That comes with time and experience, and that is something you have, or something you're going to have, in no short supply. What I want you to think about is, if this breakup had to happen, what are some things I would do differently the second time around? What are some things I want them to do differently the second time around? What am I proud of? What can I not fucking stand about that thing? This is an important time of self-reflection because a breakup, while painful, can help you become literally the best version of yourself you can possibly imagine, not just for you, but also as a romantic partner. It can help you so that the next relationship you ever have with your ex or with someone else is the last relationship you'll ever need. You've learned new things because of channels like this. And it's important to know when to quit these channels. Absolutely. My personal guess is usually about two, maybe three months. But after that point, you should really say your farewells, at least to the X-Back videos, because that's not ultimately why we're here. You've learned about attachment theory. You've learned about self-love. I'm sure you're sick of hearing my voice by now. The reality of the situation is that you're going to get better, whether you want to or not. And it's a wonderful thing because... The version of you that comes out on the other side of this thing, with your ex back or with someone new or with just yourself, is going to be a completely improved, better version. And for some of you listening right now, if you're fresh into a breakup, you're not going to believe me. And that's okay. Or maybe logically, you know what I'm saying is true, but emotionally, you don't feel it right now. And that's okay, because that is what a breakup is. But I promise you, if you try, if you stay consistent, if you go to the gym, if you journal, talk to friends about how you're feeling, try new things and don't forget that sometimes you need to go out even if you don't feel like going out. In other words, if you participate in your life, things will get better. If you decide to stay curious and humble, you will eventually be restored and not only restored, but improved. It's going to take time. You're going to feel frustration. You're going to doubt what I'm saying. You're going to doubt yourself. But if you stay consistent against all odds, you will come out of this thing much better, much happier, much healthier, and much more fulfilled, which I think is a thing that nobody ever considers. The relationship brought fulfillment, but it brought fulfillment romantically. Working on yourself, loving yourself, trying new things, saying yes to possibilities instead of no, being curious rather than cynical, being in awe rather than in boredom. 
That's how we learn to grow and become more and understand that life is so much bigger than one relationship. And that's not to say that that relationship doesn't matter. It's not to say that our problems mean nothing. But rather, it's to say that life does not end at one relationship, at one breakup. You finished chapter one. And chapter one brought you unique problems that you weren't sure how to solve. And you have no idea what solutions lie in chapter two. And you'll never know if you don't let go of chapter one. And let go doesn't mean it's unimportant. It doesn't mean it didn't matter. It means you're understanding that you've explored chapter one as much as it can be explored. And now it's time to move to chapter two. New problems, new solutions, new people, new situations, new food, new cultures, all new. Things that you have no idea about. Ways of thinking that you have not yet considered. And look, you guys know me, and I have hundreds of videos if you don't. Welcome the hell to the channel. And you guys know I am not just a hype man. That's not what I do. I like to bring some realness, some logic, to what is an entirely emotional situation. I would not say this to make you feel better. That is simply not the way I operate. I'm saying this because it's true. And if we get too trapped into a cynical mindset, it becomes impossible to see. You'll never meet the person of your dreams if you're not ready to. And maybe the person of your dreams is your ex. I don't know. And neither do you. But what I know is you can't meet the person of your dreams, the situation of your dreams, etc. If you're not ready to. So take some time. Grow. Become curious. Self-love. Self-help. Self-work. Identify goals that you want self-identified, and proceed after them. Because you weren't born, and the only thing you wanted was a boyfriend, a girlfriend, etc. You were born, and you had dreams, you had goals, and they're still there within you. And if you've accomplished them, great. Accomplish some more. I've been on Earth for a while, long enough to say that human happiness does not come from the obtaining of a goal, but from the striving of a goal. My friends, your job is to strive well. I hope this video met you when you needed it, and if you're listening to this years from now, I hope it's given you something that maybe you were lacking. I hope one day you don't need this channel. I hope I become irrelevant to your life. That is ultimately the goal. And if you don't believe in you today, that's okay. I believe in you. And soon, you will too.